You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Welcome to episode 88 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and to you, the Destiny community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we want to thank you for making this show a part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge. My name is David. And I'm Jordan. And on today's show, we have the one, the only Mr. Brick in Nick. Hello there. But before we begin the show, we want to make sure that you check out all the other amazing podcasts that are available here on the Mash Those Buttons Network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Get involved with InOrbit by sending us questions to our Twitter at InOrbitPodcast or by email at InOrbitPodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us right here on this Twitch, www.twitch.tv slash MashThoseButtons. So, before we get into our topics for the day, Mr. Nick himself, so the audience knows a little bit about you, <laughs> go ahead. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, so, my name is Breckin Nick, as you guys have been told. Um, I am a creative LEGO builder here on Twitch. I'm also a huge Destiny fan, so I often put those two things together. Um, I've been enjoying the heck out of Destiny, um, but, but while I do my streaming, which is all LEGO focused, I've been uh, working on some Destiny builds. My most recent project has actually been uh, doing little snippets of the raid. Um, so I want to do like a small area of each encounter. And then for the main boss encounter, I'm going to do a little bit of a larger area uh, to kind of highlight the boss. Um, so I've been enjoying working on that. Of course, just enjoying the heck out of Destiny. And I'm, enjo- I'm excited to be here on the We're show. Excited to have you. Tonight, so. cool. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I, I was definitely... I, I, you got introduced to us through Jordan himself because I know you guys met over there at Guardian Con. So Ooh. you, Mr. T-Bot, you with the face, Mr. Red Red Shirt over there. Red Shirt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you guys, uh, or you, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and talk about your first interaction with uh, Mr. Nick over here? <laughs> uh, well, the first time I met Nick, uh, like you said, I was at Guardian Con. Yes, I, was, I looked exactly like that. I had my hands glued to my chin. With a big fake smile on my face. I was like, yeah, you just get excited to see me, I know. Yeah, you are holding a large Lego-built uh, Suro shotgun. And I was like, what? <laughs> yes, it's right somewhere, behind you. It's somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, and you are wearing one of the Lego bow ties that you make, which I think are fantastic. So I was like, I, I got to talk to that guy. <laughs> and I'm glad, you, I'm glad you came and talked to that guy. Yeah, man. That guy likes talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of you fun, guys are and we chatted a lot, and we hit it off, and... Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> don't, don't be too jealous now. I, I mean... <laughs> David's just jealous that... So it was a great... Yeah, no, it was cool. There was so many cool people there, and yeah, he was one of the coolest ones, so I'm glad I met him. Yeah, David's, David's upset that I know, right? doesn't look him straight in the eyes. But anyway... 
<laughs> oh, oh man, this is the quality entertainment that you get here on In Orbit. And yeah, it goes downhill like fast, like as if the floor was dropping out from under you in the gauntlet. So yeah, but moving on. So I have a challenge for you, and I don't know if you're going to be able to do this or not, or how you'll be able to integrate it. Because I know you're talking about putting together the raid. I would be very, very impressed if you were to put together the entire underground section. Yeah, oh my <laughs> gosh, are you mad? Yes, I am mad. Are you okay? Here, I will accept that challenge if you provide for a real Lego. <laughs> can you at that's least like do year, my favorite? Like can you do my favorite salary. jumping puzzle, the like the spinning Lego. thing over yeah. water? Aqueducts. That's my favorite jumping puzzle ever. Yeah. Aqueducts. <laughs> yeah. The, there's a one section where there's it's a rotating cylinder and there's like these platforms that just spin along with the cylinder and you have to jump on the platforms one at like, a time what, okay once you get it easy, but it's it's just a fun cool little jumping puzzle because it, this is the first raid where we didn't oh, have no. like a full-on jumping puzzle but going into the underbelly you've got like four mm. or five different random small jumping puzzles yeah. and i love it <laughs> yes awesome. you do <laughs> yeah oh man I'm, we're gonna have to take you through because yeah. we go through there every single every time i don't know I've, i'm pretty sure i have i've gotten the aqueduct chest before but i just don't recall going through that route. i've probably seen it before my memory is pretty horrible so pardon pardon that i part. just remember <laughs> the first time i ever saw it i was like nope 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 turn around yeah I, that that thing scared me i i, I was like no there's, there's bad things over there I still find the fans get me like every single time. I don't think I've had one (laughs) clean walkthrough. The fans are actually, the fans are one of those things like uh, in King's Fall where we used to send people to touch the light and get thrown off by the giant penis wall. Um, The fans are like that. Like you're like, hey, uh, go run, go run past the fans, man. And you just watch people get blown into oblivion. Oh my God. I'll never forget the first time. Uh, I've taken so many people where I was just like, you see that light? Go to it. It's hilarious. I love it. It's good. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about Iron Banner, the first Iron Banner of Destiny 2. And Nick's got the perfect shirt for it because he's got he the does. Rise of Iron shirt. And <laughs> did you just go Nick Jr. on me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi there. Face here. We're playing Destiny 2 and shooting Guardians. Boop, boop, boop. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> now you just mixed in blue no you can't do that this is not sponsored by nick jr at all people We're moving on <laughs> so the first game is going to be control the original of destiny or iron banner uh the difference is it's going to be four players unfortunately not the six like i had been hoping your fighting abilities not your power levels will decide the outcome bounties and ranks have been replaced with an iron banner engrams so just like the other uh, vendors in the tower you bring them coins they give you loot and you just complete the destiny 2 campaign thank god okay sidestepping here thank god that they actually put in the requirements to do iron banner because i think that was a little bit frustrating for a lot of people uh the first week that trials of osiris was available your character could not do trials of osiris unless you completed the quest line called the arms yeah, call to arms. I see. I thought and they I know, did put that. Like, I thought they had said that before, and people just didn't realize it, or did they not say it until after? No, they didn't say that until after. Time is blurry. That, yeah. Mm. So a lot of people would have completed on one character, but then they have the other characters they're trying to level up. 
usually you don't use crucible to level yourself up i know gathalion he had a huge he was not happy at all let's just put it like that but thankfully they did put it here complete the destiny 2 campaign so that you can get to the tower and then you can visit lord saladin in the tower to begin the iron banner quest there is an actual quest people hopefully it comes with a milestone Fight in the Iron Banner playlist with quick play modes and matchmaking. So, wait a minute. Now that I just read that, is there not going to be an icon for for Iron Banner? No, no, no. I think there is because they say they say control. So I'm pretty sure there's like a set Iron Banner playlist where it's all control. Which Mm -hmm. awesome that we finally get to choose one game mode. Though I I mean, I've always kind of liked Iron Banner Clash a little better. I know Iron Banner Control is like ooh team mode yay, but I don't know. I like quick. I, when it comes to Iron Banner, I just like quick games. I like to be able to get in as many games as possible. And Clash is fast. Control, I find a lot of times where Control goes time limit. And it doesn't end. Yeah. So yeah, It'd be cool if they did something quicker. That's for sure. It'd be cool if like mm-hmm. they had their own game mode. Like Capture the Flag. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's, yeah. I, I Yeah, Control's going to be frustrating. It's going to be like Destiny 1 because... <laughs> Most people aren't going to play to the objective. They're just going to shoot people. They they already do that. Yeah. Trust. I get frustrated yeah. with my teams. Oh yeah, no, that's. Um, it's not going to be any different for Iron Banner. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I'm just wondering if this will be Iron Lagfest, like it always was. Ooh, well, you know, shade. damn. Well, that's Destiny One. Honestly, I've had better results with Destiny Two Crucible. I don't think it's going to be any worse with Iron Banner than it than it is right now, and it's better than it was in Destiny One. So I've, I'm hoping that. A whole lot worse because the first couple weeks were pretty good. So I think it's going to be about as heavy as like the first week or two of the game when people were really like all playing at once. I don't think it's going to be any worse than that. I I honestly, I'm about to grind the heck out of it just because I honestly think I'm only going to wear Iron Banner gear from here on out. That stuff looks sick, dude. So nice. So nice. I'm about to be a samurai on all three characters. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I looked at that. I was like thinking, this is like samurai. But then you look at like some of the armor and the head, like the helmets don't really look samurai. It's almost like it's like their destiny. No, 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 it samurai looks armor. it looks it's like cool. traditional Japanese samurai, not like cartoon samurai. It's yeah. like traditional Japanese samurai. I really like it, dude. I, I'm serious. I'm going to rock. I'm My goal for this week yeah. is to just grind super hard get full sets for all three characters and i don't know about you but like running around with the quick fang <laughs> on the hunter with that gear is just gonna be so much fun it's gonna be a ninja gonna <laughs> look real good oh yeah, yeah hell's yeah so, so for people who haven't seen it we highly recommend that you go on the twab and take a look at it or at least on bungie's twitter because yeah as david mentioned they look absolutely fantastic the titan looks like he's inspired by a shogun he has the fur on the back the hunter is is heavily inspired by ninja style, and then the warlock looks like a full on samurai, like he just mentioned. It it looks absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. It's this is some of the best looking armor, in my opinion, that has ever been in Destiny, and I'm really excited to 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 pick it up. I'm just interested to see what kind of perks it's gonna have, as in whether it's gonna be, uh, was it recovery, power, or or what are what are the three now? Mobility, recovery, and resilience. Resilience. I, I yeah. still have to get used to those three terms. I think I think it'll just be based on uh your class like class type. We're seeing like Titans get resilience, warlocks get recovery, hunters get mobility. I think it'll still just be that. Yeah. So, Nick, you've experienced Iron Banner, obviously. What was your original 
opinions on Iron Banner and your oh, and Destiny one, I should say. Um, I, I was a big fan of Iron Banner. Um, Control is my personal favorite. Mm. Um, at least it was in D one. We'll see what, what it'll, how it'll feel in D two. Uh, I definitely agree that D two especially. I've noticed a lot of control games have been going to to time rather than score. Um, but I'm excited, and I mean the the armor does look great. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the hunter set actually, Hater. which is unfortunate because it's what I mean. Um, and but honestly, I may be grinding out to <laughs> make a Titan so that I can get that gear set. I know I'm just being a yeah. jerk. <laughs> but honestly, we'll see. Maybe like. I'm not maybe a huge fan of the color scheme that that it's using. So maybe with some different shaders, my opinion may sway. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll it, needs, it needs it needs more gold, like a black and gold shader would be. Yeah, but, I mean black and gold just looks on everything. Can't go wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually I think I'm more excited to see what kind of weapons and how those the aesthetic of those yeah. are going to be. Has anyone um, seen weapons? I looked. I was like, where are the weapons? So they actually I think tweeted out today that there will be weapons as well. They've not shown right. any. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have at least confirmed that they exist. Okay. Thank goodness. Check it Instagram. That would have been a disaster if they didn't include them. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it was safe to say that we expected weapons to show up, but it's really unfortunate that they didn't include it because for a brief moment in time, everybody was just like, "Where's the weapons?" Like they didn't need to show the actual weapons that we're gonna get or the perks or whatever. Just just say mm-hmm. we're gonna get a new, we're getting a new armor set. This is what you're you're fighting for. And in addition, there will be other weapons and, and other stuff that you can get. Like some sort of, it doesn't have to be full on detail. I'm not looking for full on detail. But it's, it's stuff like this, like the details that have been missing from a lot of Bungie posts lately. That's kind of been, uh, you yeah. know, so that was a little bit controversial last night. I think people had had a stroke. Is like, where's my hand? Yeah. I need my hand. Yeah, me, like-, like me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I like yep. that they didn't show the weapons. Like, I, I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe we're not getting weapons at first. But I, I like that we don't know one what they're all going to look like, and two, I'm assuming that it's going to be able to drop all weapons now, which is a change from D1, where we would get like say two specific weapons per Iron Banner. Yeah. I really like that it's going to drop all of them i'm wondering though if like um well iron banner is october's thing i'm wondering if we won't see like a faction rally and an iron banner in the same month so it'll kind of spread iron banner out a little more and make it more special i'd be okay with that i'm i'm just hoping that they make hmm. i think the faction rally was a was a good little event it wasn't a huge investment resource wise for Bungie, I don't think. Obviously, they got to give vote uh, speeches or whatever. And then they, they got to program different things. But I don't think it was all that resource intensive. They just use the same assets that they already have in game. And it was good that they use, for example, Lost Sectors. Um, it was just unfortunate that you could farm it and, to, and then kind of defeat the purpose of the faction rally and that they didn't really give stuff like the raid additional coins to make it more valuable to do harder stuff. But regardless, I, I thought it was a good little event and stuff like this, like you got faction rallies, then one week you got Iron Banner, then say something else. Like, I like these events. I feel that these events are the direction that they are going to go in Destiny 2 more than these big, like, yeah. quarterly events. Not that they won't exist. Like, I, I'm pretty sure, I hope, that uh, Festival of the Lost will be returning and then we the yeah. dawning, I guess. Yep, me too. So it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if these events Wait. do return, but I'm hoping that these more smaller events do occur more frequently. 
Yeah, I see. I feel that the I, I'm, I hope they do events all the time, but I, I, I feel that the faction rally just was lacking and it, it, they could have done so much more with it. I'm hoping that the like, I mean, I'm hoping that they do. There's a lot of potential to add some more luster and more things to do with the faction rally. The faction rally was just sort of giving you, uh, I, I felt, I, I mean, I'm, it sounds like I'm trashing the game. I'm, I'm being really picky because overall, <laughs> I still like the game. Yes. <laughs> but you know it's like it's if i want to be really picky it's like yeah i think it was like a shallow excuse no. to keep you grinding because the the, the rewards weren't that good i got some decent weapons mm. i was feature work halt you know because i actually thought about what i wanted to pick and who had the best weapons you know so that's a whole different discussion but uh you know it's, it's just like i was sitting there doing it i was like you know i'm just doing the same thing i always do and i'm just getting a different coin for it well here's the like, thing i don't know i i kind of like, agree eh. with you because there is a lot more they could have done with it, like more rewards, like different changes, uh, more exclusives if a team won, more commitment to a team. I really wish it was account based so you actually had a care. I didn't have a care in the world about who won because I just did a character on each. But um, I, I feel like these events, though, whether they're fully fleshed out or not, they, they, Bungie has already shown that they're listening to our feedback with D2. So I think that... They'll listen to our feedback and hopefully maybe if they're able to um, kind of do a little bit of changes to these events. But I think they've already shown us with faction rallies happening, then Iron Banner to happening two weeks later, that this world, whether the end game's fully there or not, is going to be more fleshed out in the fact that we will hopefully, hopefully with this continuing, we'll be getting these events that whether it's something we really can grind a ton for or not, there's something for us to do every few weeks that's new ish and unique and not what we're experiencing just on everyday destiny life hmm. what do you guys think about if they combine faction rallies and iron I, I i personally you guys can respond after i wouldn't like it because i feel like iron banner is its own <laughs> entity and like iron banner to me faction rallies was the pve version of iron banner mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay. No way. I do think if, just... if for whatever reason they decided to do both at the same time, I feel like you would maybe want to give that a two-week period because it's just a lot to ask of more casual players to be... To, they, they, you would basically be forcing them to make a choice to either grind out, you know, you know mm-hmm. action tokens or to grind out Iron Banner. Because I, I, I feel like it wouldn't make a lot of sense for them to do fact tokens for so... both at the same time. It seems question based off that then is are these events something for casual players or should these events be something based more for the hardcore players who are gonna be there every week playing because yeah casual players want to take part in this but like shouldn't to me at least a special event shouldn't that be something more for the hardcore players something to keep them there when they're spending all their time there every week um, so my response to that would be, I think the way they've designed the loot system now, where it's like, I, I doubt there will be any sort of gear exclusive to, let's say, hitting rank five, because mm-hmm. there are no numbers anymore to rank, right? So in a way, the hardcore players are more rewarded because they have the opportunity to get more gear by just getting more engrams. They can grind out more, right. get more tokens, get more gear. So naturally, they will be rewarded more for grinding more because they have just access to more, mm-hmm. more loot, more um, yeah, with the way the system sense. is currently designed. Whereas previously, in a way, they were actually less accessible because, let's say, you couldn't play like crazy, maybe you couldn't grind out to rank five and get that guaranteed 
purchase of you know a weapon. Or Speaking whatever. of that grind, mm-hmm. I really hope that Iron Banner isn't capped at thirty packages. Oh no! That, yeah, I'd leave a bad so, taste. So, question: <laughs> So people are assuming that Future Warcult was glitched because Future Warcult has no limit. But what's the chances that it was actually New Monarchy and Dead Orbit that were glitched? I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, Bungie we never responded. So, like, everybody's saying, that, oh, Future Warcult was glitched. You could get more than 30 packages. But what if, <laughs> what if it was actually the opposite? What if there was a glitch with New Monarchy and Dead Orbit? That'd be a nice surprise. That stopped you from getting <laughs> that would, Yeah, that would be nice. It didn't really make sense that there would be a cap on the number of packages yeah. you can get. So, like, if you're going to play that much and you can get more than 30 packages, right. like, go for it, right? That's Why would Bungie limit you to that? I bet you it was... You may be right. Uh, Dead Orbit and New Marketing may have been the ones Did that you have were something to say, Jorge? What if Future Warcult oh, we'll used their time machine to ensure that, that you had unlimited <laughs> packages? <laughs> True lore. Lore was, was just brought There was a reason game. I chose them. <laughs> you know what, though? Um, commenting on that, you also would then ask uh, why are chess capped at like five or whatever it is, the five-minute chess cap that exists, or whatever it is. Just, the the absurd. Lost sector. So, like, to me, it, it says more like more like likely than not, future Warcult's broken than the other ah. way around. Because Bungie wants to cap your ability. Yeah, and that's, that's chess, the uh, casual so. versus. It is really easy to break up and get really stuff good. in this game right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure about that chess. I'm not sure ah, why no. they have it like that. It's kind <laughs> of disappointing. And and Bungie actually confirmed that it's supposed to be acting that way. Which makes it even worse. I'm just like, oh. Which, uh, hold on, explain this real mm. quick. Which, what are we talking about? So if you're on patrol, let's say in the EDZ, yeah. and you're just opening up chests, and you continue to open up chests, you're going to get to a point where you're, you've gotten too many chests, and you not, you're not going to get anything out of the chest. Oh, right, right, right. Yep, yep. I know. And that was, a, that was a big Sorry. problem because it also took a... Do- cage chest. Exactly, the cage chests, which yep. are very valuable because you have a chance of getting... Legendary gear and exotic engrams. That's and faction gear. Yeah, and, and faction gear. In fact, that's how I got my number. The 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 yep. auto, which I love, by the way. I absolutely love that auto rifle. Threaded tat from yeah. the get. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm biased to that scout rifle, dude. I can't remember <laughs> the name right now, but the future war called scout rifles. Uh, the like it's like Pleiades corrector or something like that. It's it's. I didn't get oh, that. You so got the good, future dude. war called it's Scout? so good. I love oh, it. I it's that. so I good. It <laughs> what? It really it reminds me of the... the uh, uh, I'm like, I want that so bad. Wrath of the Machine Scout Rifle. Oh, the... Uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, Something Machina? No, Xbox. I almost said... That's no, the X sniper. Machina. Ex Machina was the sniper. Chaos I almost Dogma. said Chaos yeah. Dogma. Chaos, Chaos, Chaos Dogma. Dogma. <laughs> it was Chaos uh, it's, Dogma. Oh, it's good. Oh, I love it. It's it's my new I almost favorite. Almost said Genesis TV Chain. That was the auto record. It's really nice. Oh no, not, nothing's gonna replace Nameless oh, Midnight for me. That thing is just like pow, pow, pow. You're dead. Oh, I I honestly, I honestly, so for good. some reason, and I've Vanguard always been Scout. this way. I don't like explosive rounds. Mm-mm. There's just something no. about it that yeah. I don't like, and I I'm a I abuse better devils. But for some reason, I right. don't like explosive rounds. I, you know, I, I don't. The rhythm of that gun doesn't really like meld with the way I play typically for some reason. But I still like it. I use it because it's really good. And I, I get use it during Callus. I, I, I probably like, use Midas, my scout rifle, Yo, for baby. years. 
Yeah, no, that's what I use during Callus too, actually. I, it, it's, I'll show I you the rhythm of this gun, cool. baby. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Moving on. You're reaching so, now. <laughs> before yourself. we do continue, we're going to do a little bit of a mini break, so to say, because we have a contest today. We're going to be giving away a Confluence of Light. So in order to participate beyond uh, Twitch, we have a question. First person to answer this correctly gets the code. What are the name of the six major war beasts in the Pleasure Gardens in the Leviathan Raid? I know the answer. Can I Can I answer? David, sit the hell down. You're not going to get it. Anyway. He is sitting down. We'll sit down even more. Oh, snap. <laughs> so first person to answer that gets the code. We'll be checking on the Twitch. I'm watching. I'm watching. Okay. Intently right now. My eyes peeled. The answers are flying in right now. No one's got it right so far. Oh, okay. So I, I think let's I know move one on to off the... the top of my head, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, two I, I of them. I, I can sort of get close to like dictating the names of some of them. <laughs> yeah, two of them are actually enemies that we fought in game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hint to you is is their names of Valises. Valises right, and Bal. That's the only hint. That's the only hint. Moving on, so let's talk about Leviathan Raid itself. Um, before we actually talk about the next level of the Leviathan Raid, I wanted to get Mr. Brick and Nick's opinion on the actual raid and his thoughts. Sure. Um, the raid has definitely been very cool. Um, I, I actually, like me and my like members of my clan, I actually made an effort this time around to really kind of go out of, I would say mostly blind, for, you know, as about as well as you could hope for, for... You know, a bunch of people have different schedules and stuff, and you barely scrape some time to get together to go at it. Um, it was a lot of fun to explore. Obviously, you know, in general, there's a lot of frustration with trying to figure those things out too, differing opinions on what to do and stuff. Um, but uh, it was it was it was nice because kind of once you we figured out what to do, it was not that hard to do them, mm -hmm. which I think makes them more fun to do, and that like you feel like you can discover them yourselves. And then you can kind of just, you can kind of get it out. Um, of course, cows being a very, very, very difficult part in general. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like all three of the first three parts. I find with a good group, you can do them almost like on the first try without difficulty, which is, which makes it fun because then you actually get to get through the thing instead of having those nights of frustration where you're just stuck on parts for hours. Although cows can throw a little bit of that in for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean the, the gear looks great obviously the shaders gorgeous i mean it just makes everything look awesome mm. gold yeah. Um, oh yeah yeah the weapons seem to be pretty decent for the most part i i got like my first drop was the pulse which is pretty nice it actually has outlaw on it which is like a fun perk i've always been a huge fan of outlaw in general um what is it outlaw and then it's also like their version of feeding frenzy where it does extra damage something like that yeah yeah something like that um, I haven't gotten a lot of the actual, uh, armor yet, though. I think I got the cloak, and that's it. I've been getting a lot of weapons, so I'm ready to get started to get repeat weapons, which is unfortunate, but... Yeah. It's kind of nice that the tokens are there, mm -hmm. so that even if you're, like, playing a lot and maybe not necessarily getting through a t all of the encounters every time, you're at least still being rewarded for completing individual ones. Um, and you, you know, it's kind of like almost double drops, I guess. Right. 
but it's it's a fun raid. It's definitely a fun raid. I mean, obviously the underbelly is really cool too. The fact that there's like that whole area to explore and uh, the chest to look for, and it's just something fun to have. You know, it's fun to have something to run through. Just like like because since the jumping puzzle is missing, kind of gives you a little bit of that feel. Um, yeah, and it's big enough that I feel like even though like I mean maps exist and stuff like that, but you get to do a lot of exploring. Dude, that's it's a mass. I actually enjoy exploring the underbelly mm -hmm. a lot. Lately, I have been very limited on time, so I've been following these yahoos around that uh, we're talking with, and I'm like, sort yeah, because like, we know like, our shit. Like, I gotta learn this because, yeah. Well, you also don't wait for people that don't know where I they're going. For so people. That doesn't help. No, we just take me and Jorge yeah. take turns being the one who runs ahead, and the other waits for everybody who's slow. I'm not slow. Oh, uh, we have to slow. wait for you. I'm you're not, pretty I'm dang slow. God, I'm not. It's because you're playing you Warlock. Out, you jerks. Wow. I was keeping up with you when you actually waited for me. So. Hi. So. so anyway, um, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I've memorized the underbelly just because of all the, the different runs I've done. And I love that underbelly. I think it's fantastic. And I, as I've mentioned on the show. I absolutely love the look of the raid. It's like the gold and everything. I'm one piece away from having a full armor set on my warlock, and I love the way it looks. So Hey, you know yeah. how you always make fun of me for not having loot? You're looking at a man with three armor sets. Full. What? Okay. All of wow. your characters have full raid sets? Get it. Damn. Damn. I actually just got my warlock a full set. The helmet dropped. From one of the uh, packages, if you will, that I picked up using the coins. I was like, sweet. Got packages are how I just got lucky. <laughs> but, packages were how I got everything, except for like one yeah, chest piece and a helmet. I got like the the Titan helmet by <laughs> beating Callus. So the. Yeah. So it, is it weird or is it expected that the that the coins slash packages are how we get most of it? I mean, obviously, I, that's I how they think designed it's how they designed it, it right? but it's so weird because like. I literally have had multiple times where I've played through the entire raid and my only loot drop comes from Callus and I get one loot drop, which is yeah. so opposite of like all the raids we like. That's how it was yeah. in Vault of Glass. And then they kind of changed it. And then it like. To you getting like nothing, which which doesn't really make sense to me. And I, I really, really wish they'd change it just a little bit. Like I want to feel I like feeling rewarded i know there's not that much stuff for us to hunt for but the fact that i play the raid and i'll get the pulse rifle once in my first three encounters every time and then i'll just get one piece of armor at callus it's just weird to me i don't know yeah eh. so yeah, yeah i mean I, I think with regards to the loot i think that's why they put in the tokens because they intentionally put uh, a high level of rng with regards to the armor or weapons and I, all the drops the only one that you get a guaranteed drop is callus from what i've seen like you're always going to get a drop there it's not just tokens a drop a drop but i mean i've been fortunate enough that, uh, with regards to the drops where i'll get one or two drops from the other encounters and then the callus drop or i'll get one drop from the other encounters and then the callus drop that's just been me and then i guess they, that's why they introduced the tokens yeah. so that even if you don't get a drop because of how many tokens you get from one run, plus if you do the challenges, then you're going to go ahead and get at least two drops worth. So 
So, yeah. I mean, it, I, I don't have too much of a problem. And I get what you're talking about because you kind of want to get the loot drop, the power ver- the powerful version rather than the it's not as powerful version. But you're still going to get the loot. And with regards to the, some of the weapons, I think the sword is fantastic. It's a great option against majors. The rocket launcher is absolutely ridiculous. That thing has a blast radius of Nagasaki. Um, and yeah, it, I, I, wow, just uh, the, the auto rifle's okay. I think it's, it's a better version of escape lock. I like it. I like it, yeah. but, um, I only like it when I rack the ambitious assassin perk and it's just because it's just, that's just a good perk. I really like that perk they brought into the game and it especially comes in helpful in gauntlet. If you're working solo on a, um, on the sides uh, area yeah mm-hmm. you can just melt a side of ads reload and have enough ammo to melt the other side of ads switch back and forth yeah so what but, i ca- yeah, what i kind of want to talk about real quick which is why i brought up the, the the raid because we've already talked about it ad nauseum on the show was oh but not enough <laughs> not enough <laughs> so in this week at bungie they're talking about this tuesday coming up we're going to get the prestige version aka the heroic version of the raid. And we already know that it's going to be up to 300. There's not going to be a light level increase. So if you're at 300, expect a decent challenge. But we already know this from other videos that have proved it. Being above 270 didn't give you an advantage in the raid. Nope. So... What modifiers or what changes do you believe are going to be in the raid at 300 that makes it a prestige version? We'll start off with Nick. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, yeah, I've never really had like, I don't know, guesses as to what prestige or like challenge modes would be in, in the other games. Um, yeah. I'm 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 just curious to see what they're gonna do with it. Um, I don't know. I've seen some talk about like limiting tokens. Maybe maybe you don't have any res tokens, which I mean is kind of common, I guess, for hard mode that you can die. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I'm honestly really not sure. I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. <laughs> I've only I've only I think I've done a full like I've done two run throughs of the first three parts and then one mm-hmm. run on Callus. So I don't I don't think I've played it enough to really kind of have a good idea of what could be changed up with it as much fun yeah as it is. <laughs> i mean I've, I've seen i mean this is just theory crafting this is not guaranteed so we don't know what's going on but we've already seen several things that pop up that kind of like what is this for exactly for example when you're in the castellum the the defense the door defense you're killing ads you know they're, they're getting their the the standards to bring it over the hologram right in front of the door if you were to stand on it, has an empowerment of some sort, which is the same empowerment that you get from when you're on Callus. Um, I forget what it's called right now, but it it shows up, but doesn't seem like there's any real usage or anything pops up. Um, another theory, it yes, is that, that one. Thank you will? very much. Yeah, it, it pops up when you're on the hologram, just all out of nowhere, and you're just like, mm-hmm. what is this for? Because you can literally just run around kill ads. And then you just jump inside the bubble of the the counselor to slap him and to kill him. There's no; it doesn't seem like there's any real usage. So we may be getting more shielded enemies that might need to be taken down with force of will. That might be something that pops up. 
Um, hmm. We've already theorized that in the, the beast encounter that there's going to be more beasts that show up, possibly two, since there are eight total flowers there. So that's a, always a possibility. Um, we already know that with Callus, when you're going through the shadow dimension, at the beginning there's three orbs, but at the end there's very clearly four. So what if you only had two orbs to start off with and yet that four people stay in there? I feel like that's more of a challenge mode thing. It's possible. I mean, we we really don't know what, what the prestige mode is, but there's so many things that are popping up that are just like, what is this for? What does this do? Like, What's it's going true. on here? I agree. Uh, my only thing is, if you look at the prestige modes for like the Nightfall, it basically just makes it harder with more enemies, stronger enemies, which is almost kind of what I feel like this is going to come with this prestige mode, especially because... There's no new light level or anything. So I don't know. It's I feel like this prestige mode isn't going to be as change heavy as we have seen in the past. But like we discussed a couple weeks ago, there are two additional flowers where dogs can spawn and the dogs encounter. Like you said, there's random oh, yeah. stuff where like you get random buffs that we don't think we have a, a reason for yet. Um, so there could be more changes. I don't think it's going to be a res token thing just because I remember Bungie saying... Mm -hmm. And I could be remembering this wrong, but Bungie said they were looking for ways to change a hard mode raid rather than just making it so you can't die. Yeah. So I feel like there is going to be a change to prestige mode, but I don't think it's going to be in the death thing. Because I think they basically brought in a way what hard mode had, but um, with... Uh, the, the like limited revives anyway. Everybody's one revive, and you only have a certain amount of time to revive. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I don't think we'll see changes to deaths. I think the deaths will be the same. But I, I'm clueless when it comes to predicting this type of thing. I have no uh -huh. idea what's going to happen. I just had a theory that all of a sudden popped in my head. What if you still had the six dogs, but they are more random, and then they go to random flowers? Oh no. Yeah, oh, so they, they, they might not set have set paths, and they might no. not go to the. I think that they will keep to the paths. I think they'll keep to the paths because programming. But yeah, the flowers could be randomized because once they have to run to the flowers, they could just it could just be totally random what flower they run to. And like you said, there's more than one right. flower that is up, or like you know, there's more flowers. There's more than six flowers. <laughs> I knew I'd get that right eventually. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my thought. I think it's that. And it's also it could be you may have to one phase them or you have like a lot less time if you don't one phase them after that first damage phase. So I think that's what they're going to do with the dogs. It's going to be something like that because they said that there's going to be changes to mechanics, but they're not going to be huge changes or that's not how they said it. But that's I'm mm -hmm. yeah, it's how it kind of came across. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's going to yeah. be interesting to see what this is like in this coming Tuesday. And hopefully we get more hand cannons. I've I got the sniper rifle. I know our friend Demas. He's he got the hand cannon. That thing looks absolutely ridiculous. Yes, it's can good. we um it's good. which hand cannon the raid the one raid one the raid okay, hand the cannon. Raid. Yeah, I don't remember any of those. Can we real quickly talk about any of those are our opinions on the fact that prestige mode and iron banner are dropping on the same day. Like, what are your guys' you thoughts know, on that? An option for PvE, an option for PvP. PV see, yeah. I don't see that. I think it's like like both of these are pretty momentous events in my mind in the Destiny world. And it's just kind of first of all, this is just kind of random. Like I did not expect prestige mode to come this soon. 
I know it's almost been a, a month, but still, it just, I think it was, wasn't it two in the past? No. No, or maybe that's challenges were two for, months. For maybe well, I think about it. Like a lot, all, all the people that are repeating the raid weekly, well, uh, multiple characters, even yeah, we all know the raid, know, but still, I don't already know. max level, right? Y'all, you know, the raid, you're max level. But the thing is, like, if you're if you're so, truly, I don't think it's a bad time. If you're truly a hardcore destiny player who's going to be playing the prestige mode raid, you're more than likely also yeah. going to play Iron Banner because that's an event you want to take part in. So it's still weird to me that they're releasing it the same week i just feel like and maybe this is just going back to destiny one where we didn't really have constant content releases but like to put two main point content releases on the same day just seems weird to me and almost like it's it's limiting your own resources when you could just be like all right iron banners this week and prestige mode is next tuesday you know it's just it would like it would just be a week and it would give a special event on both mm-hmm. tuesday now even for for content pre- i know this is a very 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 small percent but from a content creator's perspective you're now having to split your attention from what you're doing on that tuesday because people will be wanting to see iron banner but they also want to see you do that world first prestige mode or whatever yeah it's going to be crazy come tuesday know. when that prestige mode is available because we are we already know people are going to go for that world's first it's going to be interesting to see how people fail miserably because of a random change. But we already know that usually for some strange reason, people are able to blaze through challenge mode. I mean, we've already seen somebody two-man callous, which absolutely, oh my God, makes me feel so inferior. The one guy got 115 buff by himself. What? I watched that video the other day and I just couldn't I was so believe mad. it. I have some good aim, dude. Good like aim. every time, I, just like, I, like I have three people in me with me. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> why are you failing? At the you same guys only time. got 87. You suck. Zap them. At the same time, <laughs> from someone who who because usually when when me and Jorge do, do the raid together a lot, <laughs> Jorge usually leads the inside team of people, and I'll lead the shadow realm team of people because that's what I don't know the role we've developed and we're helping people. I like but, killing things. Um, from my personal perspective, when I'm in there, because we end up in there, honestly, we end up in there with two people a lot because someone has something that happens. They wipe. We just push through. And it's easier to get to like, it's almost easier to get to 70 with two people than with three people because nobody's shooting at the same skulls. So if you have one person and they're the only person shooting at skulls and they know how those skulls are apothic, you can get a, you can probably get a rhythm down and get something going really fast. Not saying it isn't impressive. It's very impressive what he did. But in a way, there's something that makes it a little bit easier. You know, just trying to make myself feel right. better by saying that. <laughs> I was going to say, because when I watched that video, like with that cold act, he was just like, I don't know what sensitivity his controller had, but I swear he was just like, he had like his hit palm on the thing. And he was just going, <laughs> like, just like going crazy. With it. Like, that thing was just flying all over the place. I don't even know. How could he it, Maybe he that. did. Yeah, he could have had something going on where it was like mega sensitive or maybe very unsensitive. And he's just going crazy yeah. with it. I don't know. It was whack. But yeah, <laughs> all the powers you really forget in that one fifty. I mean, it could have been locked too. Maybe that, I mean, yeah, so there's a reason why they posted it. One thing it, right? I, I always love. <laughs> yeah. I'll make this final point before we move on. Is that uh, every time I fight Callus and I use Cold Heart on him, I automatically think of like the Proton Pack from Ghostbusters. Just oh man, that's true. Yeah. Also, the person who posted that video literally what? posts himself soloing uh, Prestige Nightfall anyway. every week. So. You want to talk about uh, feeling inferior? I completed it once and I'm happy. 
Completed it once, and I'm happy with that. Anyway. I haven't even tried it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even tried it yet. I'm like, David, go ahead and and talk about Mash Those Buttons. I'm a casual, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mash Those Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today right on the Mashos Buttons website at www.mashosbuttons.com. And are you like me and love video games and nerd culture? Well, I have got the place for you. It's Ripped Apparel. It's your destination for t-shirts, crewnecks, sweatshirts, tank tops, and accessories to help deck you out in the items you love and care about. And right now, if you use the coupon code INORBITPODCAST, you get 10% off your order. Website is www.rippedapparel, and that's R-I-P-T-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. And make sure to use the coupon code INORBITPODCAST at checkout to get 10% off your order. So, let's go ahead and talk about some of the seasoning salt that's been going on in the community lately. So people right now are at the point where they've kind of reached what they basically can do. They've realized that once you're 270 with regards to PvE, outside of the Prestige Nightfall, you've kind of reached a point where you can do virtually everything. Uh, Once you get to 300, there's very little benefit to being 305 outside of having that number. Saying, yay, I'm Max Light. Right. So... People are getting upset because there's not enough rewards, it feels like. There's not enough activities in the post-game. And they're getting frustrated because it doesn't seem like there's any remedy really coming soon. People are already looking towards the DLC, which most likely won't even show up until December. And they've already been some Twitter posts, uh, I believe from Chris Barrett, who's one of the designers, or um, directors, I'm sorry, at Bungie. And I think he's the director for the Sosiris uh, DLC, where he's asking people, what are you looking forward to in the next DLC? So go ahead and pass it over to you guys as gently as possible, because we've already seen the salt all over. And I know, David, you wanted to talk about uh, the power itself and how it affects you. So go ahead. Well, okay. so the power to me, honestly, power just feels irrelevant. Which is, uh, it's so silly to me because power, power and end game grind was the end game in Destiny One, and uh, well, I guess a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like it, which is fine. So Bungie wanted to change something up, but changing it up so that power basically becomes irrelevant is not the solution in my mind. And you see, you see this in things like, so the Nightfall versus Prestige Nightfall situation. Yeah, the Prestige Nightfall has more enemies and they're harder, like cool. But by being 300 and 305, you have no advantage to doing the Nightfall over someone who's 250. You literally are in the same boat once you hit that Nightfall level. Because if you're 300, the things you're fighting fight you as if they're 300. And someone who's in your fire team, who's 240, is being fought as if those things are 240. So it... it it's just silly to me that they basically made power the main source of leveling in quotations in this game irrelevant. 
because you now go into these events, which are supposed to be lower and they're not, they're where you at, which is why I think you don't see a heroic strike playlist, something people have been asking for because there's no need to have a heroic strike playlist because you go into the strike playlist and it's the same level that you are versus doing something where you have a 100, a 200, a 250, a 300 strike playlist, where then you go into it. And if you're a higher light level, there's more of a challenge if you're going into the higher level ones, which is something I always enjoyed in Destiny 1 and any game like this, because they basically took away that leveling aspect of power. And I I really don't like that. Okay. So Jordan, what are your thoughts on the post game uh, itself? A lot similar to what David is saying. It's sort of a bummer that the power level is rather insignificant, but I don't know. I I don't honestly lately. I haven't been thinking that deep into the game. Um, So I've been enjoying it just sort of on the surface, sort of playing a little bit less of it, but still playing regularly. So I haven't really formed like a whole lot of deep thought on the power level. I understand why people are upset about it, but um. You know, it's something that they can adjust. So in the future, I'm assuming if the community wants a change, enough people um, want that change, then, you know, they'll, they'll probably make a change to it. For now, I don't think anything's necessarily broken. I think it's, you know, it's it's just a shame because you're not really getting anything out of hitting max level like you did back in Destiny 1, which is where a lot of people's minds are still at. Yeah. So what are your thoughts so far, Nick? I know that you you mentioned you only completed the raid once, but... Oh, I'm 305, though, so don't, <laughs> I got thoughts on anything. Oh, damn! Like, <laughs> man in town. Um, I would definitely say I, I kind of agree on the power level that it's it's weird that there's not much value to having the highest power level, and I do. it just still feels very odd that Realistically, I could have hit 305 without ever touching the raid or trials or the upcoming Iron Banner. Um, I thought it was, I thought it made sense to to separate it, and that you know if you complete the most challenging, you know, challenges in the game, that you should get the, the highest level stuff. Um, and it wasn't that like you were limited from being able to do most content in the game if you didn't have the raid stuff, anyways. Like being, you know, like what was it, 300 at the time of Taken King? I think it was. Yeah, 300 versus was 320. Yep. Cap? Yeah. yeah, if you were like 300, you basically just only couldn't really do hard mode raid. Everything else was accessible. Like even trials, you could still go into. You just wouldn't, I don't know, it was just a number in trials, as long as you were not that low. Um, so yeah, it just seems weird that, you know, the raid wasn't required to hit to hit cap. And then regarding just overall endgame, I do think... As much as, you know, I think a lot of us say we hated the grind of going for those specific gun rolls or going for that tier 12 build, um, that was what made a lot of the grind enjoyable. Um, I also think like silly, like not silly little things, awesome things that they added, like strike specific loot. Um, it gave you reason to, to do those things again and again, right? Um, so to not have like that, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've hardly touched the strike playlist since I completed. I, I've touched it when I needed forever. to for a yeah. milestone. Yeah, when you need to, right? But the thing is, if it had gear yep. that was associated, and yes, I do think maybe some of the drop rates that they had in D1 were a little harsh, because you could do those strikes hundreds of times and just not see anything. So I think there needs to be you know, a smart loot system in place. Uh, but it would be nice to have that. 
And then uh, I think like mods, I've seen a lot of people talk about mods, yeah. and I think those were a missed opportunity to be part of the end game grind. And that if they had a little bit more value and were a little bit more mm-hmm. I don't know, interesting to acquire, perhaps, um, that they could offer a lot more value for what you would be grinding for. I agree. It's, it, the mods are basically yeah. like the, the weapon rolls of old, especially the kinetic weapon mods. Dear God, mm-hmm. the amount yeah. I have to go through to get one of those. But <laughs> I've seen I've seen you're right. one. It's, I have one weapon that drops with one. And I've, I've gone. Yeah, one. I mean, you're right, though. They they missed opportunity in certain areas with that type of grind. But my, my whole thing and this is this is a debate I don't even like to take part of, but I'll bring it up for the sake of it's fueling a lot of the emotion in our community. And that's the was this game built too much for the quote-unquote casual player and i almost feel like this game isn't even built in my personal opinion i i'm a little more than a casual player if i had to classify (laughs) myself but i feel like this game was built for less than the casual player honestly because it and the way everything works is so dumbed down from what we saw in Destiny 1 and the ability to get things, the way power works, the way leveling up works, like it, it's built towards the people who just whined that they couldn't have the best stuff because they didn't have the time in Destiny 1. And yeah, that's kind of a polarizing opinion, but I really agree with what um, you said that the the raid and trials and stuff should have been the only way to hit max power because it it gives that extra prestige to doing it now there is there is literally no prestige to doing it because you can just hop into a clan and you'll get the rewards anyway now at max light i didn't okay i didn't like it in the first place when they had it at 10 power now you can literally get it at max light congratulations like that bugs me because it, it takes this thing that was supposed to be the end game, the thing for the hardcore players to do, the thing for people who grind all the time to do. Now, nope, everybody can have it no matter what. You don't have to play. You don't even have to play the raid. You can have raid gear. And I get that they took away the, the like raid specific bonuses to it, but I liked the raid specific as bon- specific bonuses to it. And yeah, there a bunch of response to that would probably be, well, we just told you that Prestige Mode's going to have specific stuff. Like, you, you can go grind Prestige Mode for it. Cool, but like, it's it's not going to be enough in my mind. That's not enough of an in-game to, to fuel a game because that's what that's what in-game is. In-game is the the true game when it gets down to it with a game. With an MM, MMORPG, in-game is the game in my mind. And there's just it doesn't exist right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate that really the hardest activity in the game is that prestige nightfall, um, because some of it is some of them are really fun. I think that the uh, the arms dealer was really really well done. Pyramidian is my favorite strike in the game. It's absolutely amazing. Baby, it's basic baby uh, vault of glass, and those are really fun experiences, but. Outside of that, the other strikes, um, I mean, Salvathun's song isn't terrible, but the way that this Nightfall is, it's just like, come on. Like, like those those ads are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, everything has a shield. Everything has, it's like, yo, I'm on steroids. What you going to do? Want to fight? It's, it's literally the reason why we complained yeah. about yeah. Proto Hard Mode is, is now in the Nightfall. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was absolutely... <laughs> some of those ads are just bullet sponges. Everything in that Nightfall is bullet sponge. I completed the regular version, but I, I have no desire to go back into it and do the Prestige. It's... It- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I haven't done Prestige, because the one week where I definitely could have done Prestige, I just hadn't gotten my character up high enough, so I just didn't yeah, bother. I, I, and now I'm I high mean, enough, I'm like, nope. I think the unfortunate thing is that <laughs> I'm not doing that. There's no real <laughs> level progression with regards to difficulty. You have the really easy campaign that you can blaze through. You have the patrols, which aren't that difficult, um, save for some public events, which might be a little bit more difficult, but not that much. It's only difficult if the blueberries then, ain't helping you out. Then you have the strikes, which yep. are a little <laughs> yep. bit harder, but not that much more. Um, and then all of a sudden, once you you're, you're at the appropriate level, all of a sudden you have nightfall, and then you have the raid, and then you have prestige nightfall. So like, there's no nice even curve, and that's been the problem with Destiny since the beginning. There's never been an, a nice even curve with regards to difficulty, and that leads to issues where people think that they're good to go because they completed the story mode, and he's like, mm, you kind of don't know what's going on now, do you? I want there to be a more even curve with regards to difficulty. And that's something that, that Destiny struggled with ever since Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Although although one of the cool things in totally Destiny and Vanilla, I'm talking about Destiny 1 Vanilla, was, as I mentioned many times in the show, like going to an area where you, you have these enemies that have question marks on them and you like get zapped with two shots. You're like, what just happened? This Drake just destroyed me. Which... I had that feeling several times a couple weeks ago when it was <laughs> Exodus down, and that <laughs> that uh, drag took me out with the the what is this the the speeder thing what what is it? the pipe oh, oh the my pipes. god <laughs> oh my god you got melted oh my yeah. those pipes if you're on a sparrow yeah, you're nope. done like, nope nope, nope, nope. nope. Well, but here's nope, the thing nope. here's the thing. Those question marks were also awesome because then later in the game you could go back and you'd be stronger than it and you could now defeat it, which is part of my problem with power level now. Like it's totally piggybacking off what you just said. You have this like this. It's not a a nice smooth curve, but you have a curve of technical difficulty. And if power level mattered, that curve would be brought down by your progression. And we'd see kind of you'd see a graph that basically Mm. makes it so that that difficulty declines based on you leveling up and it gives you a reason to level up it gives you when raid was in game and gave you additional power it gave you a reason to do the raid because now you're having more power nightfall becomes exponentially easier because you're that much stronger now nightfall doesn't become any easier prestige nightfall you can't over level you you cannot get strong enough to make that prestige nightfall just a little bit more manageable, which I didn't mind being able to manage a nightfall better because I leveled more because I took the time to level and power up. I feel like if people are going to take the time to level and power up, then these activities, which are supposed to be at 240, 140, if you're in the strike playlist, but it really doesn't feel like that if you're 300, um, that they then need to be easier because you're fighting lower level things. Yeah. At a point, it, that that 140 would be stupid easy, but that's why heroic strike 
playlist existed. It gave you something to do. It gives people who are 300 a reason to do the prestige nightfall, which is at their level rather than the regular nightfall, which is below their level. But now regular nightfall isn't below their level. So just it's it's so messed up to me the way they did things. And it just I understand maybe in patrols leveling everything to your level. So patrols don't become irrelevant. That would be a time where I don't mind that it levels to you. But the actual other content, which is supposed to have a set level and doesn't, it's just a huge misstep in my mind. So, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the next section where we get the audience involved. And that is messages from the reef. So messages from the reef is your section. You give us the questions, you give us the topics, and we discuss them here on the show. So it's kind of piggybacking off of items that we've already discussed. So prepare yourself for some salt. Oh, man. So (laughs) one of the things that was brought up was with regards to what is something that you would like to have in this game that isn't there right now, or would you like changed in the game? Um. One of the things that was brought up was with regards to this game, um, moving away from more of its RPG elements from Destiny 1 and going more towards a Halo-like experience. Um, So a lot of people feel with regards to Destiny 2 that Mm. it's been dumbed down to allow more people to have an easier access to the game. Because let's face it, Destiny 1 was never a super easy game to grasp, to understand. A lot of these things, light, power, the intellect, discipline, strength, um, which nodes you should activate on your subclass, a lot of these things were very confusing to players. And part of it was that Bungie really didn't communicate them well, how they work. Um, one thing I, I, I hope that they do in the future, because we, we kind of experienced this in Destiny 2 already, everything with regards to the mods, knowing that if I put a purple mod on something, I'm giving it additional five power. But what does that mean? For example, if I'm my base power, it if my base power nothing, is nothing because power means nothing. But I have all these mods all and I'm two eighty five, which number matters? And they never really took the time to explain that in game. You kinda had to rely on other people to really figure out what that was all about. So I feel that those are the two big things that are plaguing the community. Another big thing that's happening in the community is they're complaining about the random mods, I mean, the random roles. Destiny 1, we already knew that if you have an Eos Luna, the optimal role was specific perks. Uh, Luck in the Chamber, Rangefinder, Rifled Barrel, or whatever one it it was. Like, you wanted these specific perks. Now, every single gun's the same. So, what's the problem? People aren't, they're not getting enough loot, a variety of loot. So I think one of the biggest things that are that is plaguing this community is the lack of legendary gear out there. So we um, well, hold up for for a moment. I'm just going to lay everything out there really fast and comment. So I know. So there's a lot of so many things. We, we get a lot of the same stuff from the same vendor <laughs> packages. For example, when uh, the faction wars or faction rally happened last week. We got a lot of the same stuff from the Vanguard, from from the Crucible. It was very rare that we actually got, for example, the number, for example, an actual weapon from that um, faction. So I think that they need to throw in a lot more legendaries in the game. 
with different roles, different perk sets, different, whether it's a faster fire rate, slower fire rate, whatever. These are things that the community needs because I think that for the most part, the set perk sets are fine, but there's not enough variety. A lot of these guns are either duplicates of each other in terms of perks, and it's, one's just kinetic, one's energy. It might be from a different um, gun maker like Amalon or whatever. So you're seeing a lot of people getting upset because it's just like, well, what's the point? Like, I'm getting the same exact guns. I know that the master gun right now is Mita Multi-Tool and then everything else is behind it. I know some people don't like Mita Multi-Tool or don't find it as powerful or whatever. But for the most part, you can use Mita Multi-Tool in just about every activity and be very successful with it. David, go ahead. Oh, okay. So the one thing I just wanted to comment on specifically was your talk on weapon perks. And I think that um, set rolls are good for balance. But I think, honestly, they made... I don't want to say it was a misstep. Like, I understand why they did it. and But in a way, it's a misstep to try and balance everything so much. One, because I think it's relying too much on PvP. Um, I know balance always gets based on pvp and we've seen pve get screwed over in the history of destiny a lot because of that but i think a a big reason why i liked um random perks especially in destiny one was like you said we had these specific perks we hunted but what it gave the ability to do was it was when someone discovered a gun they like say you liked better devils but i liked old-fashioned it gave us both a chance to get the god roll, the luck in the chamber, uh, Icarus, something like that, roll on our gun that we liked. Now, if you don't like the roll that's on that gun, or if the roll on that gun is sucky, because yeah, there are some intentionally sucky guns in the game, um, you don't use it. Like, if I really like the look of a gun, because let me tell you, I really like the look of the old fashioned, the way it reloads and everything. I love it, but I'm not going to use it because I don't like its perks as much as some other things that are available. So I think that if there were random perks, one, it does increase the grind because then you're grinding for a gun with a perk rather than just a gun. But it also makes it so you can kind of create your fantasy. You can create what you want for that gun versus having something already assigned for you. And that that's the way you said um, stepping away from RPG previous. Uh, you said a lot of things. I'm sorry. I couldn't keep track of them all. I'm trying to remember. But um, the whole stepping away from RPG thing, um, if I wanted to step away from an RPG, I'd go play some Call of Duty some more. Yep. All right. So the next one comes from Bobby Harris, and he actually posted a, a couple good things that I wanted to, to touch on. Seeing how everyone is posting their positives and negatives about D2, I will do the same. Positive, strike bosses have some mechanics. The raid is amazing both aesthetically and mechanically. The story is great. Even though Gaul fight is underwhelming, he is an awesome villain. Public events are very fun. Warlocks got a ton of love, quote unquote. Gameplay is so fun. The sound design and music are perfect. And I am genuinely excited about the future content and lore behind it. Negatives. Endgame is pretty lacking. There's no strike-specific loot, which is really, really unfortunate because I would have loved to have seen a um, like each strike get its own entire uh, armor set and, and a specific weapon. Like a, 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 That's a good way to add the hive armor, especially with Savathun's song. Like I think that would have been cool. Yeah, and it may actually make us play the strike. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, weapon armor chroma packages are gone. Factions are a timed event. I actually think that's a good thing, but that, that's where we differ. Static rolls on weapons. He disagrees with, with me. Um, armor is basically vanity gear and serves little purpose. Uh, given that some of the armors are kind of focused on specific things like restorative, um, agility and, and power or strength, whatever it's called, doesn't matter. Uh, so you can take more damage. Uh, I think that for the most part, not exactly true, but I, I can see where, where he's coming at with that. I also feel that I need to specifically point out the raid. The Leviathan raid is so much fun. I realize that there is only one boss fight, but in sticking with the raid lore, that makes sense. The reveal at the end of it is amazing as well. The gear is a little disappointing as well as the drop rates. All in all though, I love this raid. I have a ton of fun running it and I can't wait for prestige mode to drop. So thank you very much for that. And yeah, so what are your guys' thoughts on some of the salt going on in the community? David, you've already said plenty, so I, I, Jordan, I you go. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I said before, we were talking about some other things, and I, I guess there's a part of me is like thinking, and maybe it's just because I played so much Destiny since launch of Destiny One up until now that I'm starting to, like, I'm past jaded and I'm almost like just content <laughs> that I'm not really. I'm not getting I'm actually not getting terribly salty. The thing I get the most salty about is when I'm playing Crucible and I'm getting team shot and I die like I have like insta death when I have full health. But that's just the way the game is built and I'm still playing like Destiny 1. I I I've accepted that. But um the the raid end game lacking is I and I understand that as well. Um I don't feel like I need to be or there's there's really no reason to repeat the raid constantly every week. Like I'm I only have one character right now. That's a result of the way they built this game. You know, salt about how it's uh this no end game sort of rolls into salt with a lack of grinding or the lack of the need to grind. But is that a bad thing? All these things I don't really think are necessarily bad. The lack of end game is a little bad. But the the lack of the grind isn't necessarily bad. I, I the the end game thing I think they can fix a little bit. I, that's going to be easy for them to fix because if they add a little bit of extra, let's add some extra rewards to the end game to make it special. I think that'll I think that'll help. Um, salt in regards to some of the engrams I know has been mentioned. I'm not necessarily answering the question directly anymore, but salt in regards to some of these clan engrams is still there. Some people hate them some people love them you know i'm i'm actually like torn because i sort of think it's cool to get this stuff but at the same time I'm like dang these people aren't doing it <laughs> you know it's like they don't uh, but you know I, I i don't know see it's interesting because you have the chance to use tokens and get their rewards um but you have to finish the raid in order to use those tokens so part of me is um, I had a thought and I hadn't I, I didn't really want to make this a bone of contention, but part of me had a thought that maybe that vendor shouldn't be unlocked only for people who have completed the raid, because right now it is though it is the way to sort of differentiate yourself. You get that vendor unlocked 
Sorry for the spoilers, but the raid's been out for a while now. We about to beef. No, no. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I don't. I'm sort of like <laughs> not necessarily uh, saying this is the way I feel, but it's like a thought I had. So, I mean, you can you can go like the other way with it and say like you hate this idea. I'm not necessarily saying I think this is a great idea, but I I had thought at one point that maybe making that vendor available would be better. And I, but I mean, I I like I like I said, I sort of pulled it back because. I don't know. I'm struggling I, to try to find ways based on the way they sort of built the reward system uh, in regards to the end game and how to make it better, how, how to give the people that are actually completing the raid that exclusivity. They haven't really done that. Like they give you the ability to get more gear through the vendor. And so you have a much higher chance of getting a complete raid set and all the guns and weapons than those who haven't because they're only getting like one engram a week. But I don't know. It's like it's still it's still not special. Like in a couple of weeks, all these people that aren't really completing the raid, maybe not even doing the raid at all, are all getting right. these engrams. So, Nick, what what are your know. thoughts on the the some of the salt and some of the topics that have been brought up? Um, I do think like there's a I I, I you know what I think what happens or and I I've seen a lot of people talking about this and it and it makes a lot of sense to me. I think Destiny Two was built off of Destiny One vanilla or maybe just year one and a lot of the quality of life changes that came down the line which actually helped make the end grime end game grind you know a little bit better maybe not as hard but a little bit more enjoyable things like strike scoring uh strike exclusive loot um i think a lot of those little things um that made the end of destiny one better for some reason like there was a disconnect between that and uh i feel like a lot of the changes that we saw in the later the later end of destiny one if those were brought over to destiny two i think that would go a long way to address a lot of the salt that's flowing through the community right now yeah i mean i i think right now even though there's so many pve activities that do the ones that really matter kind of the fun ones kind of have not been there and i think pvp's decisions like the, what, what they have right now are can kind of really exacerbated this the situation the symptom so hopefully bungie introduces another playlist that way you get more variety with regards to pvp yeah because right now pe- people are really struggling to want to yeah. get into pvp mm-hmm. but i want to thank everybody for sending in the, the those topics and for submitting some of those those questions um again if you guys want to get involved with the show Send us questions to at InOrbitPodcast on Twitter or send us an email to InOrbitPodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we've reached the end of the show. Thank you again, Mr. Brick and Nick, for joining us here. Actually, before we do... on here. Yay. T-Bot, who is your streamer of the week? All right, so we have two streamers of the week. One is our guest, Brick and Nick. We'll be dropping his links in the chat shortly. So be sure to give him a follow, give him a watch. He's an awesome, dude. Uh, second streamer of the week is Buoyancy of Citrus. If you are watching Twitch and you're watching the Destiny community on Twitch, you if you've missed this guy, I'm surprised. He's everywhere. He's one of these guys. He's been there forever. He was at Guardian Con. He's generally known as a streamer, but at Guardian Con, he was volunteering at Guardian Con. So I mean, this guy, like, he has. He has a harder goal. He's an awesome streamer. I really suggest watching him and following his channel as well. 
Uh, you can catch him at twitch.tv, a buoyancy of citrus, and we'll drop links in the chat. Uh, hopefully that's already there. And we'll have links on the show notes as well. So, yeah, enjoy him. Thank you very much. And David, go ahead and close the show out. All right. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to In Orbit and thank those of you who tuned in with us on our new home, the Mash Those Buttons Twitch page. Feel free to join us here every week at 10 o'clock Eastern time right here. Um, (laughs) We are available on a ton of platforms, so please make sure you're spreading the word. The best way to do that is to simply share In Orbit with others. We're on (laughs) iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Downcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and we also have an RSS feed. Links to each are available right on the Mashos Buttons website at www.mashosbuttons.com. Right on. And make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mash Those Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network as well at mashthosebuttons.com forward slash shows to see all of our podcasts. And for any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com forward slash schedule for scheduling details. You can check us out on twitter.com slash MTB site, twitter.com slash inorbit podcast, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, youtube.com slash mashthosebuttons. Search us on YouTube for inorbit podcast for our past live streams and join us on Discord. We will include the link to the Discord in the show notes. You can just go to mashthosebuttons.com slash in orbit to go ahead and pull that information up and as i mentioned email us to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com david where can people find you at you can find me on twitter at ds underscore bolt or streaming on twitch twitch.tv slash ds bolt no spaces no one jordan where can people find you at you can find me streaming on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash imtbot and uh, spouting nonsense like I usually do here and other places on Twitter at I am underscore T-Bot. And Brick and Nick, where can people find you at? On pretty much every single social media platform you can think of off the top of your head. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. All of them at Brick and Nick. And awesome. as always, you can find me on all the different social network sites and gaming platforms Via my screen name, go to NRG. That's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs. Shapes and forms. I may not enjoy everything that lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, and what is in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the entire show, David, Jordan, Jarrett, and myself, and today's guests, Mr. Brick and Nick, we want to thank you for tuning into the show, and as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your Destiny Call.